Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, hello. It's Valentine's Day in the States. Happy Valentine's Day. I was going to say, happy Valentine's Day. Are you celebrating? Are you partaking? Going to Magic Mike this evening, actually. That's nice. It's a special sexy day. Yes. Bunch of girls having a Galentine's Day with a stripper. Um, So very excited. It's very American. You're fully immersed in the American way of life. <laughs> I know. We're going to like the big, the big, the big Grove Theatre as well. <laughs> I don't, I actually forgot it was Valentine's Day until like nearly the end of the day, but it's just not a, not a thing I feel like I've ever done really from like a romance perspective. Yeah. That's obviously lame. <laughs> got my hair done a little gift to myself nice the woman had like very firm and hard hands and it was it was like you know it's on the borderline of saying something and you're just like if I say something and it's awkward I'm just going to be here for four hours and it's going to be awkward so I'll just put up with it firm and hard hands while dyeing your hair like every element was a tad painful like putting the foils in she was just like had rough a rough approach <laughs> and when she was blow drying it she was like pulling my hair like so far back that I was like <laughs> trying to counter it with my neck and I was like like braced in the chair it was, it was kind of weird that's so stressful it's like it. when you get a massage <laughs> and they um they start going too hard and then you want to say something but you're too scared and then it kind of loosens up a bit and you relax and then they go hard again and, you're and then you're panicked yeah and you're like i'm gonna have an unpleasant massage and then you get yeah a hundred percent um so i have i don't know so much to tell you but i'm gonna start with getting <laughs> swindled you got swindled there's been I a bit of swindling happening i feel like did i tell you my card got 
my Bonzo card got has been like listed somewhere online in all its details and I got it cancelled before before they took any money but like they're still trying because they haven't been able to reactivate my new card in the UK and it's just hundreds and hundreds of girls trying to buy shit on Sheen on my card like every <laughs> couple of days <laughs> they'll just try little transactions and big transactions and little transactions and I just can't stop it until I activate. oh my god the girls need it's their so Sheen cute. dresses I kind of just want to let one through so they can have a little... Remember when I was in Milan and those people were using my Deliveroo to order all the um, food to their house and I was like trying to oh, stop yes. it in real time? So this is just an annoying story where basically I've been on the couch, on the couch, <laughs> on the hunt on for the a couch. couch, on the couch, mm-hmm. and Uh-oh. have just been like, oh, I don't know, it's just this... It's obviously a big purchase where you need to take your time, but I am in an empty house and I'm just over it. And also I've been on marketplace and getting in that like frame of mind of like rushed, you know, that rush stressed sale feeling because every yes. marketplace goes in like two minutes, you know, heaps of people are doing the same thing. So then this couch pops up for very cheap <laughs> first warning sign. Suspiciously um, cheap. I mean, okay. I wasn't swindled in a way that there was a couch, but the couch was so much more shit than this naughty little girl listed it as. Like, she had all of these photos of, like, stains, rips, like, the cushions, um, the zips. It's like that time when I moved into that apartment and you were like, Izzy, we're not 20 anymore. That's what happened with the couch. I thought I was getting this cute vintage velvet couch and it arrives at my house. I have to pay for movers and this little bitch isn't even at the house and the movers charge per minute. So they were waiting for her outside her house for like 20 minutes because she was late and they charged me for it. I was like, I'm literally going to kill you. And then they like text me when they were there and they're like, okay, we just have to send you photos of the damage that, you know, we didn't do it. And so they're in real time at the house texting me photos of the couch that looks like shit. And I was like, oh my God. And I'd already paid for it. So I was like, okay, whatever, bring it to my house. They brought it to my house. I like instantly start crying. Um, and yeah. I was just like, this is so fucking annoying. And then all day yesterday, I just had like, this ball in my throat of like, you know, it's 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 like such a specific feeling when you feel as though you've been swindled and you're just, you're like embarrassed of yourself. Yes, that's, that's the biggest feeling. That's how I still feel about my entire apartment. Like we're going back tomorrow and I just want to cry thinking about it. It's because it feels like that shitty couch of houses, but it's the yeah. worst feeling. This is why you need to... Um, as we get older, we need to like Karen out and say, you need to pay me for those 20 minutes that you weren't home. Cause that's you. I want to read, like, you just need to yeah. create a scene to get what you want, but it's frustrating. Or just slow down a little bit. Like both of these things. I mean, your apartment was, your apartment was obviously a specific situation where you had a mouse infested house that was like making you guys physically ill. Um, so you kind of had to rush with that. But then even with this couch, like my boyfriend was like, just slow down a bit. Like, you know, you haven't even measured if it would fit in the space properly. And I was just like, someone else is going to get it. It's a good price. La la la. Like, and then I got it and was just like, why didn't I just slow down and chill? It's hard because that instinct has served you well many times before, you know, it's not a bad, this is the problem. It's like that, that it's like the fashion shopping instinct of something's on sale and you get it and there's a bunch of things that we have done that with which have been correct but then once in a while it's wrong and boy does it hurt (laughs) yeah so then okay so so that's not even the swindling part (laughs) 
So then the couch is in the house. I'm depressed. I like, I genuinely, Grace was like, I only properly moved in on Sunday night. So it's like, I don't know. It feels finally like I've moved here. And I think I'm now feeling that weird feeling of like, what the fuck am I doing in this random country? Like, obviously I'm happy and love it, but it feels random. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm yeah. just like, not with my boyfriend, not with my cat, like buying all this furniture to live in this apartment by myself. Um, got swindled with the couch, have nothing to, had nothing to boil hot water with to make a fucking coffee in the morning, even though I'd bought coffee, a coffee maker and like a fucking Nespresso Arancino milk frother. I couldn't get that hot my water. I was like, yeah. for God's sake. Who needs hot water when you have a frother? Yeah. And then they're only, they're only like a hundred dollars. Treat yourself. They're so yeah, brilliant. They're such, a, they're such a luxury. I've been using one recently and I just thought every girly in the world should get one of these. everyone i i so i have been at a house with one so then i bought one obviously then i was texting my boyfriend made him buy one and then i was texting hannah and made her buy one i need to start on you but here we go all the girls need an arancino milk frother nespresso give us a fucking discount code for the girls yes but yeah anyway so like that was happening then the couch came and i was just like so close to tears and then um today a beautiful surprise happened where I had stalked this girl on Instagram when I went to view her house and was obsessed with her couch. And at the time she didn't reply for months and obviously would have just been like, who the fuck is this girl in my DMs? Also, how did she find me? That's so weird. Finally replied and was like, I'm selling my couch, but not until May. And then I was just like, okay, I probably need something in the interim. La la la. And then this morning she messaged me and said, they're selling it now in two weeks. So I'm going to get that couch. So I list my fucking couch on Facebook Marketplace. This one that I literally bought yesterday on Facebook Marketplace, relist it, and get swindled by someone who had set up a fake account. And I'm obviously in such a like trying to work at the same time, feeling stressed, just want it out of my life. This person, this person goes, I'm really interested, would love to buy it. Are there any damages? You know? And 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 yeah. they had no Facebook profile photo, like obviously so obvious, but I was just not paying any attention. And then they were like, what's the address for pickup? Grace, I gave them my address, my phone number, my email address. And they have obviously my full name. And I think Facebook shows your date of birth before I realized it was a scam. And my boyfriend was like, oh, glad you picked it up so early. I was like early before I gave them my like social security number. Like I was, I would literally almost like. Internet banking logins. They're like, we just need to log in to check something. So then I, then I just, yeah. So that just happened again today. I was like, can't a girl catch a break? This couch is gonna be the undoing of you. You just have you got any? Has anyone bitten? Well, now I think I've now I think I may have sold it to a real person. It's pending. Okay, that's exciting. the The highs and lows of Facebook Marketplace is oh a, my god a very real thing. I was when you get into it, you get like addicted. Like I would wake up and be like, I've got to yes. check in case there's yes. a fucking coffee table. That I, I know. Want to I'm buy. like scrolling Facebook Marketplace when I'm so busy with work. I'm just on Marketplace, refreshing, refreshing. But and then, then I'm also stop, just like sometimes forever. new things are also good like you just i was just like why aren't i just buying not even like a new couch but yeah a new couch yeah well i mean that's great that that's worked out with the second one that's the the karmic universe of furniture wanting you to be happy (laughs) (laughs) um should we talk about the biggest news of the week yeah I've been thinking about it, rethinking about it, rewatching it, getting my th- gathering my thoughts. 
I'm not usually like a Super Bowl girl, but I feel like no one really is, I guess. And then you either like the performances or you don't care. Yes. I think obviously it depends who's performing, but I missed last. Did you watch last year's? I completely no. missed that. And all these people, including the girl at Trader Joe's on the Super Bowl night, said that it was their favorite performance. Or it was like, who was it? Kendrick, Eminem, like all these rappers. Ah. I didn't even know. The last one I know of is Jalen and Shakira. <laughs> I thought that was the last one. Was the weekend before that or after that? The weekend was quite a while ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't really been across it. I'm like mildly across the Shakira JLo one. Didn't know there was one last year. And then as like a bit of background context to Rihanna's performance before we get into it, I had forgotten that the last two years have been a big deal because Jay-Z and Rock Nation signed that huge deal with the NFL after all the Colin Kaepernick backlash because all these artists were like saying they wouldn't perform. And mm-hmm. so this is almost like the new era of Super Bowl performances post the NFL recognizing that they're fucked and racist. Yeah. Or like <laughs> paying Jay-Z a lot of money to yeah. make it look like they've realized they're fucked and racist. But yeah, I also didn't know <laughs> yeah. that Jay-Z, um, so obviously that makes sense why him and Blue Ivy were there, but I didn't know that Jay-Z discovered Rihanna. Yeah. He's like her, uh, whatever you call it. Her, her usher to her Justin usher. Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I just like flew back in my chair <laughs> laughing at that. Yeah, he's the usher to her Justin Bieber. <laughs> my god. Which is why, I guess Umbrella, he's on Umbrella, right? Oh yeah. I think that's maybe my least favorite of her hits. I know. I think it's, I think no one likes it but it was just of a time so she kind of yeah. has to play it yeah agreed agreed so grace woke up so wait grace i was in real time because i was in america um but it was like quite unceremonious usually i think people just do big like super bowl parties usually my friends do no one is doing anything so we were just chilling which was actually also very nice but then i was texting grace being like I like check the time in Perth it's and I was like, now. okay, it's 9am on a, on a, what day was that for you? Monday. And I was like, I was yep. like, surely she's about, and I was like, Grace, get online right now. Um, and so we watched it together, which I think made it more special. It was special. And I'm glad you texted me because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known. And the minute, yeah. So obviously as everyone knows, but the minute Rihanna was, came on stage, she rubbed her belly, but she did do it in such a low key way that I think people, <laughs> People were want people were still questioning if she was pregnant. I was like, her belly is huge, and I know we don't like we don't assume women are pregnant, but if she's not pregnant, that's crazy. But then I also wasn't around men. If I was around men who were like, is she pregnant? I would be like, don't you dare fucking ask that of a woman. Yes, I I missed the first the first the iconic opening nine second stare which I think is kind of the best part of the whole thing in some ways Mm -hmm. and I missed the first belly tiny belly thing so I was watching it and I I was like she just can't be pregnant I don't know why I had in my head that she gave birth like three months ago but she gave birth back in May and my brain was just not computing well she gave birth back in May which was only eight months ago and she looks 
I don't know, we like allowed to guess yeah. how far along. <laughs> yeah, she looks like, yeah. She's heavily pregnant, yeah. Like six months pregnant. That's naughty behavior by Iconic. By ASAP. Apparently, you're extremely fertile after or you Or just by birth. like, you're not supposed to do that, I don't think. <laughs> for your body. Aren't you? Yeah. No. Right. You're not supposed to get it pregnant seems like for a, a year. Lot. It seems like a lot to put a woman through. <laughs> yeah. I think they say you're not supposed to get pregnant for a year after or or something i don't know but certainly not two months i mean but whatever it's rihanna she can do whatever the fuck she likes yeah so pregnant i was like maybe she's just embracing a post-pregnancy body but i was like it's a giant giant (laughs) and it was so funny because everyone was every i was like looking on twitter and everyone was all the news outlets and stuff no one covered it until it was confirmed by her reps but her reps were like Yes, she's pregnant. Like, yes. <laughs> that was the whole point of the performance. The I thought, that's what it's I like was funny. finding really funny because yeah. I was like, she's pregnant. And then everyone was like, Rihanna performs amazing, like, show at Super Bowl. And then, and then, yeah. And then when, and then someone sent it to me being like, it's confirmed. I was like, it was confirmed when she had a fucking huge baby bump and rubbed it on stage. But like, I guess it's a good, like, PC way of going about things. Yeah, so the the fit, maybe to start with the fit, apparently it is. I rewatched Katy Perry and, and Madonna's because um, they'd seen the J-Lo one recently when we did that J-Lo thing um, and just reminded me of the scale that most people do these fucking shows on. Like, they're, they're crazy. It's such a weird, of all the cultural phenomenons, it's such a weird one. So a lot of people do like costume changes and get really famous people to come out and do all of mm-hmm. this stuff. Rihanna just wore the one costume uh, fit, which was great. Really liked it. Classic her. It was Loewe breastplate and a liar rest of it. And the jacket, everyone thinks, was a nod to Andre Leon Tally, which I think it probably was. Mm. But yeah. that was good immediately off the bat loved that loved the color scheme with the red and the white dancers yes she looked great but yeah i know it was i think because obviously the the internet following it was like very divided because yes as you say she just sang her songs didn't really dance much um a because she's heavily pregnant b rihanna doesn't really she she usually kind of does the least i saw her live during her what album was that i can't remember if it was anti it was the album that has like pour it up and all of those songs on it and she was Mm. dancing on the stage like she she was but she was also like hammered drunk and sloppy as fuck (laughs) (laughs) um so i was and like so late to come on stage she came on stage like two hours late wow I mean, I saw someone refer to her, we can like go deeper into this, but referred to her as the anti-Beyonce. And I was like, she has in many ways, which is interesting because of her proximity to Jay-Z. She has in many ways fashioned herself as the opposite, mm. like a counter, not the opposite, but like a counterpoint to Beyonce. She's she's like very proudly less polished, in mm-hmm. the sense of that stuff. Like, she's not obsessive over choreo. She's not obsessive. I'm sure she is obsessive over her public image behind the scenes, but it never feels like it. It always feels like she just speaks off the cuff. She's quite chill, funny. All of her 
behaviors on stage. Like I saw a TikTok of her at the Victoria's Secret show years ago. You just, you just cannot take your eyes off her. Like there's all these models walking and you're like, get out of the way. Like I just want to see Rihanna and she's doing nothing. She's just walking up and down and it's just her face. That's all her thing has always been just being effortlessly cool by not trying too much. And in that way, she is kind of like the anti Beyonce because she feels, I don't know, their vibes are just very different. Massively. And I think people forget that because when they see the Super Bowl performance, they think of Beyonce, so they think it's shit, but it's not. It's just a completely different approach to performing. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so her set list, starting with Bitch Better Have My Money, was like a truly outrageous, iconic way to begin. I couldn't (laughs) believe it. I was just like, that's, I don't know, it just felt very... Um, exactly as you say. It was just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm playing what I want to play. I'm not pandering to like your young audience and, you know, this being a family friendly show. She was just like, bitch, but now my buddy. I was like, oh my God. And then I was just like literally losing it that entire time. (laughs) felt like I exited my body. (laughs) Because then she went into like, where have you been? Like such a banger. Only girl in the world. We found love. Obviously like the best song in the world (laughs) ever created. Um, and then, yeah, Rude Boy, Work, Wild Thoughts, also second best song ever created. Pour it up. <laughs> Incredible. All of the lights run this town, Umbrella and Diamonds. Yeah, with the exception of Umbrella, which I think is just so, so, so overplayed to the point where it's become like a meme. Yes. Um, she has such a fucking good discography. Like, it, that just reminded me. People were saying afterwards, that's the great... Those songs, 12 songs, an artist who was like 60 playing their greatest hits would have that. And she's 34 and hasn't released an album in like seven years. I mean, these are her songs. She's so, it was just such a good reminder of how fucking important she is. I love We Found Love. Do you remember that music video? Me and Faith used to watch that all the fucking time. (laughs) I feel like we've talked about We Found Love on this podcast before, but, and this music video, but it deserves another round because it is truly a masterpiece. Honestly, every time that that song, it was kind of like that song feels similar to Promiscuous Girl for me. It's just like, yes. some, it was like an era defining yes. song that I, that like when I hear it, it just takes me back to being like, just so drunk in like a club and just feeling young and free. So here's what I'm wondering. I was in the nail salon the other day and you know how they play all the music videos up on the screen. It's all like BB Rexa and like just these artists I don't know as well, but they're doing like some variation on this stuff we used to listen to. And I just think it's so bad. Like there's that one with David Guetta where it's a remix to I'm blue and she's like, it's, and I was just thinking, do does everyone just love the shitty pop music that's good when they're young and assign it being great when they're older like will younger people feel that way about these songs now obviously they will yeah i'm just like rihanna's were we really lucky having promiscuous girl and we found love because they're better songs or do we just feel like that because we're nostalgic for them that's a really big question. I don't know. It's a philosophical I think, question. <laughs> I don't know if people are going to think that about like BB Rixa, but people definitely will about certain, I'm trying to think, but like certain songs that like have Billie been, Eilish. That have been yeah. big. Yeah. That have been big recently. 
for sure. I don't know if like... I feel like Rihanna was so groundbreaking with that like Calvin Harris or David Guetta song singing over the top thing. Yeah. A pioneer before it got lame and embarrassing somehow. I know. Um, so then, yeah, she was the first pregnant woman to ever perform at the Super Bowl, which I was like chaotically texting you, being like, I wonder, I wonder. I couldn't Google. I also spent too much time texting you instead of watching screen. Like, you know, when you get stressed out and you're not even paying attention, my ADHD brain was just like, I've been waiting for this this whole time. And now that it's here, I can't even focus. Yeah, I had to, I had to rewatch it. I definitely missed a lot the first time around. I was thinking to, I was thinking and I wrote in our doc, I wonder if the dancers knew she was pregnant because that is so many people to keep quiet, like them having to sign NDAs etc surely it would have gotten out and then um one of her dancers because then i also saw paris goble the new zealand choreographer who's worked with rihanna forever and who choreographed the whole thing um she put up a video of her standing in for rihanna in rehearsals but then i was like surely they would have had to rehearse with rihanna or they would all be like stage fright freaks on at the super bowl and then one of the dancers said i didn't know she was pregnant i was surprised Rihanna kept her baby bump under wraps with her clothing, which included big fur coats and oversized Fenty sweaters during rehearsals. Mm. Quite crazy, like being able to hide that in rehearsals. Yeah, that's nuts. I reckon that she probably only attended a few. Like Paris probably did the majority of it to get the, which I guess is probably normal for them anyway. So maybe it was like less obvious. What did you make of the Fenty makeup tap moment <laughs> loved it so much she's just she's just so culturally aware in like the best of ways where she'll just do she'll just kind of stay out of the discourse and then she'll just like do something like that which is really funny because obviously everyone was like making all the memes leading up to the super bowl being like the super bowl halftime show but just rihanna doing like a makeup tutorial on someone for 13 minutes because she hadn't performed live in so long so everyone was just like she's it's making jokes about how she just turned it into a Fenty ad. And then she just did that. And I was like, that's, why is that so good? I felt like, so with the choreo, it was obviously great. It was obviously catered to the fact that she wouldn't be able to move much. And I thought it was amazing and loved it. Um, But I honestly, I feel like the Fenty shows have better choreo and I feel like that was on purpose I feel like Rihanna came and did put on a great show but she's such a a savvy businesswoman b is probably in a some way slightly giving the NFL the side eye a little bit like I feel like she put the show in context for her the Fenty show is where do you know what I'm saying or do you think I'm misreading it um, like, I feel like she no, would still I, the I, spectacle of Fenty to be bigger than this because she is bigger than the Super Bowl. So she's, like, coming and doing her thing. But I almost feel like it was muted a little bit on purpose. Yeah, I think on purpose too. Because, yeah, for sure, Fenty, the Fenty shows are better than what we saw for the 13 minutes at the Super Bowl. Um, and I hadn't thought of it like that. But I do think that what you're saying makes sense because – yeah, she refused to perform in, like, 2016. It's also just, I, as you say, find it really random that they just, that people choose to do this. They don't get paid for it. Like, a lot of work goes into it. And then it just, it's like Rihanna's already the biggest performer in the world. Why do you need to do, perform at the Super Bowl? 
as an accolade. It just feels kind of weird. Adele said she's Adele said that she like so many performers would have just turned it down. Adele said she turned it down. She was just like, no, that's random. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for sure Jay Z signed this huge deal with the Super Bowl and was like, Rihanna, sorry, <laughs> yeah. you owe me one for like thing. But I yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's interesting that Adele turned it down. And then Adele said, I'm just going for Rihanna. I don't give a fuck. And then the cameras kept (laughs) flicking on her while she was watching it. And she was like, she literally had her head in her hands and her eyes were like glazed over the whole time the football was on. I love that she's just a shameless fan. Did you see that footage of her that came out after the Grammys and someone said, what do you think? She goes, yeah, it was good. And she goes, I really love Beyonce though. And like gives the... Camera like a side eye. Like yeah, a she's look. so iconic. I'm going to an Adele concert her. next month, actually. Are you? That yeah. will be one of those things where you'll just be like, whatever, I'm going, and then it will be really incredible. Yeah. I going to her Vegas residency. And I she's the kind of person where I feel like I'm not across her music in a crazy massive way. And then yeah, as you say, but also she's such she's just so iconic in her yes. she'll just be funny on the stage and and then obviously belt out these ballads. It'll be, it'll be good. But yeah, and then Cara wearing that iconic t-shirt. And I love their random friendship. I know. It's really cute that they're still besties. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and I liked the So the ASAP Rocky video was really cute. I liked mm. it. Did you see the Olivia Wilde thing? It was so silly. Yes. I was going to send it to you, then I was just like, this girl just does my head in. I just want to give her a break, (laughs) but she won't let me rest. Yeah, she posted, she reposted the video of ASAP Rocky filming Rihanna, which like, I know it's cute because he's obviously, they're obviously so cute together, but what else is he going to, what else is anyone going to be doing (laughs) while their girlfriend is performing at the Super Bowl? Just like, I felt the same. I was like, he's just standing there. Yeah. me um yeah i mean yeah and then olivia Wilde he was doing it. the least he just looked like happy and excited like it wasn't like he did a kanye and like bought out i don't even know it's just like when the bare to Kim. <laughs> yeah yeah the stadium you know <laughs> yeah yeah and then olivia wilde reposted that and said if what was it if i thought he was hot before yeah, she was like, he's so hot. Like, if I thought he was hot before or whatever. And I just saw it and I just thought, what are you doing? Like, I think she's just being innocent, but I just, I, she's just random. And it's like, you don't, you understand that you're really famous, right? And then people giving her shit. And then she said, just to clarify, it's hot because it's hot to support your partner. Yeah. And then everyone was like, okay, is this like a dig at her? It all just felt a little jarre. Jare, jare, big jare energy. Um, <laughs> Cardi B was there. She was put up this video of her trying to run her stupid little pink heels so that she didn't miss Rihanna. And Offset was like slow running beside her in like slow mo because she couldn't run fast. I was like, you guys are the weirdest. And then, yeah, Billie Eilish and Juicy Rutherford, Bradley Cooper, which feels like he was there for the football, not for Rihanna. Chris Brown mm. wrote Go Girl on his Instagram stories afterwards. I was like, nobody, nobody fucking asked you. That is so audacious. Like, just think that quietly. Send her a text. Don't send her a text. 
<laughs> no one needs their fucking dirt yeah, don't bag say dirt popping t- up yeah. after a Super Bowl performance. Yeah, just go away. Go away. I liked... Oh, wait. I want to talk about the... Those platforms looked a little shaky on a rewatch. Mm. Like, I... I would love to know the behind-the-scenes logistics because one dancer fell over. I don't know if you saw the TikTok. No, I didn't see that. And got back up. And you could feel from afar their, like, terror because I know it's – I don't know. They, they just looked – and then when I rewatched – when it came down with Rihanna standing on it, it was going like this and she just stood. But I was like, this is a – imagine if Rihanna fell off. Like, Well, she what, was she was definitely belted in. Into the – yeah, with like a with like a cord, but I don't know about the dancers. They can't have been. Yeah, surely. That seems very dangerous. A huge health and safety hazard. Yeah, belted. That makes sense. Okay, and then what else is there to say? Really, I just feel like even being pregnant on stage. To go back to that, I just don't really think there is another pop star I can think of that would be heavily pregnant <coughs> God bless me. That would bless be heavily you, pregnant. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You say bless what? me. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. Stop. Bless, bless you. me. Bless me. <laughs> No one else around here is going to do it. Yeah, sorry. I never say it. Americans always say it. It's like, that's one yeah. of the etiquette rules I need. Like, I never say, like, bless you, ever. I just it's find a it, weird I, thing. I, yeah. I'm just like, mm. but then And then when you sneeze in front of Americans, they, like, everyone's like, bless you. And you're like, God, I need to not sneeze in here. It's because they all yeah. love God. I remember being, my worst day was when I was in a queue at a like convenience store and I sneezed and the guy behind me said, bless you. And then the whole queue said it. Yeah. Like, cause like they had some sort of mental episode at the same time. And like each person <laughs> behind felt guilty for not saying it. It's like five people said it in a row and I, I know. keep being like, thank you. Thank you. Thank I you. I purposefully try not to sneeze here. Yeah. In public. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Yeah, I don't, it's not, this isn't about like uh, rousing any other performers. I just can't, I just, no other pop star can I think of would just still get up there heavily pregnant. Like they'd push it a year, they'd change things around, they'd whatever. Like I know Beyonce did her pregnancy reveal, but she was dancing like 
she wasn't pregnant and it was like this kind of gorgeous little bump whereas Rihanna's like heavily pregnant and just kind of sometimes she's just trying to get from A to B on that stage like (laughs) (laughs) I know Um, and to sing at at that level also people are so stupid Grace people are so stupid people on Twitter were saying that she was lip syncing because the song track was playing behind her and it's like that's on purpose you fucking idiots like because you know how like she'd take them you know how she'd like take the microphone away and it would be like where have you been all my life I I I I I It's, it's like, like she can't do the fucking backing vocals at the same yes, time. Yes, like she's singing and then there's the backing vocal. Like, you, have you guys never heard music before? It was crazy. Everyone was like, that was the worst <laughs> lip syncing ever because she'd like put the microphone down <laughs> while the backing vocals would play. Do you remember when Beyonce got called out for lip syncing hers? She lip sank at hers. Did she? Yeah. Her so I thing, thought... Yeah. The whole thing. I I understand for Beyonce, I think what people don't get is if you're trying to do that dancing the way she is, you literally just can't, like breath wise, you just cannot Mm. do both to the same level at the same time, which is why Rihanna's vocals were amazing because she was basically just singing. I saw Post Malone, weirdly, the other night because I went to see Red Hot Chili Peppers and he opened for them in Perth. What? Yeah, it was a... Oh my god, yeah. fun. I know, it's actually really it was really fun seeing the Red Hot Chili Peppers because they're a band that you wouldn't think to go and see and then you see yes. them. It's like Adele, you like know all the songs and it's really Yeah, I, I've seen them. It was brilliant. Yeah, they they were really good. But Post Malone opened, which was random, but he was like really clearly pretending to sing for a lot of it. And Zach was saying that insurance wise for some of these artists, like they just cannot sing every single night for like 360 nights. So there's just mm-hmm. nights on their tour where they like legally have to lip sync or something. And Perth drew the fair. short straw. I know. Yeah. Post Malone's random. Like I don't really know much about him. I'm surprised he's yeah. such a thing because he's like such a white dude doing. Yeah, I just feel not across that guy at all. Neither. Um, but yeah, so, so as we were saying earlier, people, there were two sides where people were slandering Rihanna's performance and saying it wasn't big enough or good enough for a Super Bowl. And then other Rihanna stands being like, she's literally perfect and heavenly and gorgeous and glorious. And we should be so lucky, which is obviously the camp I stand in. But then you sent me a really, oh, the New York Times did a piece where they said it it was like her performance was good, blah, 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 but it lacked a narrative and then you sent me this tiktok from this girl who was just like <laughs> you're yeah. just like you need to new york times you need to shut yourselves down um because he, she was like there is so clearly a narrative here they are the sperm and rihanna is the womb with the like red and the white which i yeah. so didn't get and i and like same it, it makes so much sense and then even the set list goes from um yeah, why does it start at bitch better have my money again? That the girl says. I, I think she says that starts with like start of Rihanna's career. Just want to make ba- like want to make bank. Just care- caring about herself. Yes, 
Also, oh my god, is this talking about ASAP Rocky? Because if it is, this make like makes complete sense because yes, yeah, yeah. start of her career, bitch better have my money. They met super early into her career, like 2013 they were bussing in um his mm-hmm. music video for oh my god, why am I forgetting the name of the song? Something girl, like not material girl. But anyway, some song she's in it, like she's in the music video, it's so special. And then we are, where have you been? Only girl in the world. We found love when they were fucking. And then rude boy, when he's like playing around cheating on her. Work, when you better like work for it. <laughs> I, I've forgotten what came next. I know we're losing track now, but I, this woman put it perfectly. I do feel as if she analyzed it in a way that Rihanna herself may not even have. <laughs> yes. Or maybe yes. she did. But she basically said it was like this. And then narrative yeah, they come back about, together. Yeah. I yeah. I, I liked that. I think that analysis was correct. I think the thing of the pregnancy and like I think that was legit as well. Yes. Symbolism. Me too. Yeah. Cause I was like, why are they in these big white things? For me it distracted from their movement in a way, weirdly. I know for other people it would have maybe emphasized it, but I like seeing their their bodies. I like seeing, I don't know. Yeah, mine was because of them. I'd been to the Moncler thing not that long ago, and that was like a thousand dancers in big white puffer jackets running on stage and moving together. So I You've had enough. was like, yeah, I just thought if it had never, yeah, I wasn't sure if they just agreed to that and they're like, we'll just do it we're still gonna do it (laughs) yeah or if they even were across that maybe they weren't I do agree that some of the dance moves I think if it wasn't Rihanna I could have criticized like in and Paris Goebel like in the sense of like there was somewhere they just like all went up like this and then back and then up like this and back but I liked that it was simple if you're trying to coordinate that many people it like the precision was the impressive part on top of Mm. the choreography being sick you know yes people were saying so vulture was saying like people were yeah up in arms about the lack of elaborate choreography from rihanna's end but that they didn't have that takeaway in 2001 when the weekend performed right so he was i am so confused Mm. can't be 2001 well, that's what they wrote. When the weekend delivered yeah. a spirited medley that was just as light on elaborate footwork. But that was my takeaway when I watched the weekend. I was like, this is fucking shit and boring. Yes. But yeah, we've the never thing... known Rihanna to do all that backflip shit and her first live engagement after childbirth was not the place to start looking for it. Yeah. And she just has this like charisma in her face that I just, I can't think of anyone else who has it. She has... I know it's so boring to say she's beautiful, but she just has one of the most like striking faces that God ever carved. Like I was just, she just would do these little movements with her face. And I was like, you're literally just watching it for this. It's just for her. Mm-hmm. I know. That opening look of her just staring at the camera. I was like this, she just knows exactly what she's fucking doing. Yeah. She's su- she's such a badass in a way that like, that's the thing with, it's, it's kind of hard to compare someone like her to someone like, Beyonce, because weirdly they are just such different playing fields. They're obviously at the height of music, but in terms of personality, it's so funny. It's like literally like Rihanna is the cool kid and Beyonce is like the nerd. And Mm -hmm. 
obviously mm-hmm. everyone's just obsessed with the cool kid. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even give a fuck that she was two hours late and then had a sloppy performance on stage because I saw Rihanna live. But if Beyonce mm-hmm. did something like that, you'd just be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, exactly. It's like just that raw energy thing. Well, like Solange um, is so much cooler than Beyonce. Yeah. Okay, so New York Fashion Week is in the middle of its autumn winter 2023 season. What's been happening? Like not even that much, really. Not much. It's really quiet. They so Mark Jacobs, Tom Ford, Peter Doe, Ralph like a bunch of big names aren't showing at all. So it feels very low key. I feel like the biggest talking point has been Alexander Wang showing again and I didn't even like really see that. Like I feel like it didn't mm. even get very much coverage. It's felt quiet. Yeah. So I think Wang Wang's comeback is like an odd one because it just doesn't really feel like he ever like what did he do? He kind of I I'm not super across. I think didn't he just like kind of deny that any of that ever happened and then like went quiet for a bit and now he's back with a show and like people like Business of Fashion were celebrating it as like his epic comeback and then Julia Fox walked in the show. Sydney Carlson actually walked in the show and it was just I don't know, it felt a bit icky, I guess. And I think people were kind of saying that specifically about someone like Julia Fox who was like such a vocal supporter of Amber Heard. Um to just, I don't know. And yeah, also it's like such a big big figure and big supporter of like the queer community. It just felt kind of random. I agree. I I didn't know as well the context. I So basically he denied everything and then had a behind the scenes meeting with his 10, one zero accusers and um put out they put out a statement saying that they were moving forward and just didn't share any details of like whether there was a behind the scenes payment any rehabilitation work blah 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 it was just this very quietly released legal statement in April 2022 and now he's just been like slowly trying to build momentum again since then um it just shows you so the brand still turns over 200 million a year i saw and I was like, this That's just fucking shows you crazy when you make money. <laughs> People just cop it. Like, do you think he's do you think he pays press to cover it? The cut said that they weren't invited to the show. <laughs> really? That's interesting. Yeah. Um Yeah, exactly. I guess it's I guess it's probably not him directly paying press. Who's he under? Is he under any of any big No, th- things still independent. Oh, okay. That's Kind of a bit more random then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to make. I'm surprised that Julia Fox, they also had a promo on Insta Reels before the show with Anna Delvey under house arrest as like yeah. a little branded segment. I just, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I just feel like it just, it just shows you that that like Anna Delvey Julia Fox, New York, downtown thing is just like a product that you can buy if you throw enough money at it. I don't know. Yes. I think Anna Delvey I'm not that surprised about because she kind of 
yeah would do like whatever to be relevant especially in the fashion industry um but julia fox she responded to someone and said um i'm all for cancel culture or something like i fucking love cancel culture but there needs to be room for rehabilitation but i'm just like walking someone's first show back is like quite a big it's just quite a big um statement from her so it's like if there was if there was a discussion behind the scenes and like she does know that he's doing the work and all of this shit is happening then fine but if it's just like oh i'm getting books to walk a wang show cool like surely there's been some rehabilitation i don't know this, yeah it all feels few, very few vague questions. like you said yes very vague yeah. the problem is i haven't really fully looked at the collection but i from a cursory glance the clothes looked pretty good in a way that I feel like they haven't in a while. And I just knowing the way fashion is, I do just feel like if the clothes are good enough, everyone just forgives everything, which is fucked up. But um, mm. I think that will literally be the test of whether <laughs> like, you know how it's all still on essence and stuff. Like if people fucking buy it, everyone just covers their eyes and blocks their ears and doesn't think. I can't believe how much money that brand makes. That's not even that much I've realized because I had to write a story about Kate and I thought Kate was like a tiny brand. They've just opened their first store, but WWD said that they turn over a hundred million USD a year. Fuck off. Like, isn't that nuts? <laughs> I we thought they'd expand make, our like, merch. I know. They probably sell like seven of those fucking cardigans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So then I was like, I guess. Either she's a wild success story or maybe 200 million is just a normal number for American brands. I don't know because I remember reading when I was reading the Pierre Moss thing and it was saying Telfar made $100,000 for like a decade a year and now it's turning over a million in profit. But I guess Telfar's shit right. is so cheap. Yeah. So it's Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So who is – tell me about this brand. I keep seeing the name, but I haven't – I don't know enough about them. So Luar is – so like last season, Luar's show was like massive and everyone was talking about it. And then now I think he's closing New York Fashion Week. He has like the closing slot. Yeah, so in September 2021 and September 22, his shows were like highly cut covered and yeah his little round bag the Anna bag with his round handle um won him CFDA's accessory designer of the year award last November and then when the CFDA released its calendar for New York Fashion Week earlier this year the finale which is typically held by like yeah Ralph Lauren Mark Jacobs as you say Tom Ford was Luar so it kind of felt like this huge moment for him and he is one of the former designers of Hood by Year so he's like oh. been around forever. He, um, grew up in New York. He's been, he's been designing for like he's from the Dominican Republic originally, but he's lived in the New York for ages and has just been like designing with Shane Oliver um, for years. When Hood Bay Air was like massive, he was a part of it. Um, and yeah, now he's kind of like blowing up in that kind of cool kid scene so it's it'll be interesting to see what he does for his finale show i know i feel like scared for him in the sense of that thing we were talking about the other week where 
this just obsession with building up these young designers Mm -hmm. and wanting to signal that you're cool, even if it's at the expense of Mm -hmm. putting them on too high a pedestal before they're ready. And it's, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see, but it's fucking hard these days. The stuff looks nice. Yeah. He, um, himself was weirdly at the same, at that hotel with me a year ago. (laughs) Who wasn't there? I know. So I like know him personally and was like sitting around while he was doing like work business. We would like work together and he'd be doing his work business calls. But I literally genuinely at the time didn't really know that his brand was, I mean, I guess it kind of blew up since then. (laughs) It's quite like affordable. Mm. Yeah. Very kind of street in terms of pricing. Um, And he gets so much of his, influence and ideas and everything from the Dominican Republic, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And from like all the style of all the people on the streets there. So I think he spends like a lot of his time there. So yeah, be interesting to see what happens there. And I'm trying to think of what else has happened. Sienna Miller sat front row with her 10 year old daughter and new. And also, can you believe that her 10 year old daughter um, has Sienna Miller as a mum and then Alexa Chung as a stepmom. It's so, so fucked up. I've never been so jealous of a child in my life. I know. And she gets to live in that little cottage from the I know. thing. Her gorgeous little English countryside cottage. I read a review of something where someone said that they were sitting behind the Sienna Miller and her daughter in the road to watch. I can't even remember what brand it was. And that when the finale happened, her daughter goes, fabulous, just fabulous. Oh my God. I know Anna Wintour. <laughs> I saw a photo of Anna Wintour sitting. It was like Sienna Miller, Marlo Sturridge, 10 years old, wearing a little gray oh suit and then Nike sneakers. She looked fucking like incredible. And then Anna Wintour was sitting talking to them and Marlo had her little hands crossed over the top of her Dior saddlebag. I was like, stop. Just stop. That's brat really in the precious. making, honestly. But Yeah. How could you be normal, honestly? Yeah, especially also just growing up. I mean, I know Tina Miller's cool and stuff, but just growing up in such a posh British way. But I mean, yeah. she looked pretty... She looked... She looked low-key with her sneakers on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ten year old girl. Started. <laughs> oh, oh man. okay. Yeah, wait. I've yeah. What else? Finish. Finish. And I felt like I was going to say something room. on that, and I've immediately forgotten. I love that Alexa Chung is still like the queen of New York Fashion Week. Like she's still the most famous person at a lot of shows. I know. I'm trying to think if there's been anyone else who's looked, who's been, who's made an incredible appearance at the shows. New York Fashion Week is just like how people dress on the streets. It's like a handful of well-dressed, like people who work in magazines and then people who look fucking crazy because that peacocking thing of like, you're just wanting to get photographed to put on Getty is just on such another level in America, I think. (laughs) I know, it's so embarrassing. Remember when you were accidentally in the back of one of those influencers' photos and you were, like, hunchback because, like, trying to shuffle (laughs) into a show and there was some person with, like, a fucking ball gown on? So good. Yes, always. They're so, yeah, so nuts. Okay, girlies. 
We gotta go. Yes. We love you. Nice to nice to chat, girlies. <laughs> Bye. Saying. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Adwanted UK is the provider of single-source media data for agencies, media owners, brands and academic institutions. And thanks to our rebranded news offering called The Media Leader, we can also lead the way in championing excellence and inclusion in the media industry. To find out more, simply visit the-media-leader.com to subscribe to our daily bulletins. The Media Leader from Adwanted UK.